Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Hey, awesome food bloggers. Do you struggle with knowing exactly what you should be doing to move the needle forward in your business? And do you struggle with knowing what to focus on next? If so, if this sounds like you, I have two solutions for you. Number one is mastermind groups. There is so much power in getting people together and helping to solve each other's problems. At Eat Blog Talk, we have put together our own mastermind groups and we are hosting these weekly. You can join at any time. You can try it out for a month or you can sign up for a quarter or you can go all in and sign up for an entire year. Come join us, see if it's a great fit for you. And this will really help you to solve those problems you're having in your business and give you clarity about what you should be doing next to move your business forward. The next solution is the Eat Blog Talk membership. I have spent all of 2021 so far putting so much value inside of the membership. It is such a supportive and wonderful place to be for food bloggers. We are learning so much from each other. We are joining together in monthly intensive calls where we focus on very specific parts of food blogging in order to grow our businesses in massive ways. We also have guest experts come in and join us very regularly to talk about really specific parts of food blogging. And we get one-on-one access to these experts, such as Matt Mullen from Email Crush, Casey Marquis from MediaWise. So many great people are joining us in these sessions and they are super valuable. There are so many reasons why you should be in the membership. I could not even start touching on all of it. If you're tired of wandering around aimlessly in your business and not knowing what to focus on, Give the membership a try for free for two weeks. Go to eatblogtalk.com. You can sign up for the masterminds there and you can also start the process of getting into the membership for two weeks just to check it out. The rest of us can't wait to see you inside. Hey, food bloggers, welcome to Eat Blog Talk. This podcast is for you, food bloggers wanting value, information, and clarity that will help you find greater success in your business. Today, I have Icicle Sanford. She goes by Ice with me from foolproofliving.com. And we are going to have a super fun chat about the power of community and the mastermind. Ice is the blogger at foolproofliving.com. Her site mostly contains healthy recipes made without the use of refined sugars. She has been blogging on and off since 2013. Ice, I am so excited to chat about this today and to have you here with me. But first, we all want to hear your fun fact. Hello, thanks for having me. Um, My fun fact is prior to this blogging thing, I, uh, in my previous life, I guess, um, I worked at, like I worked in hotels, hospitality industry, and my last job was um, at an ultra luxury hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I was the front of the house operations manager, uh, where I managed the, you know, the anything, everything, any and everything you see at the front of the house, the door, the valet, and, you know, concierge, front desk, uh, the phones, and worked closely with um, 
you know, other departments, that be reservations, uh, sales and accounting. Um, it was, it was glamorous in that I, uh, I was working with a lot of celebrities. I got a chance to, um, work with, uh, their, you know, their people, I guess. Um, and, uh, it was a lot of fun. I thought I was going to be a hotelier, but life, uh, took a different turn. Um, I ended up being a blogger, but, um, I loved every minute of it. I, uh, had a chance to meet, um, big names like, uh, Paul McCartney, Jennifer Lopez, Ryan Reynolds, uh, The Rock. Oh, yeah, cool. so it was fun. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. So that job probably kept you on your toes, right? Yeah. I mean, you probably were able to pivot and respond like a pro. And then also, you probably also learned the need to collaborate and to you know, communicate well between different parts of the hotel? Yeah, well, these people obviously have very high expectations. And at the end of the day, you're just one person. You have to rely on your team, rely on um, the other departments to make things happen. Um, But at the end of the day, we were the face of the hotel. And we were the uh, people that they would come to when they needed something. And usually you know, how life works, they will need something at three o'clock in the morning or, you know, when everybody's gone and you're just by yourself. Um, And I I just always think back to those days and, you know, try to figure out whatever it is I'm doing, how can I use some of those principles in my everyday life? Uh, It all goes back to that, um, to that, that that understanding of you just can't do this alone and you need your team um also uh, those people we talk about like the ultra luxury industry yes they have expectations but they're people too you know they understand when things go wrong and um and there's that human element that is i think um is important as well ryan reynolds did you actually talk to ryan reynolds well he he was so in in 2014, right after the uh, the big economic downturn, um, the Georgia started, you know, giving some tax credits to movies, movie makers, um, and a lot of people started coming over here. And at the time, that we I don't think that we had like Airbnb mentality or any of that. Um, and they would come to the hotel and stay for like six, seven, eight months at a time. And he came. Um, he came. I, I can't remember what the movie was, but he was there with uh, with us for over six months. And uh, we he was staying in a corner room and he was having some like rain. It, it rained so hard and the whole room got, um, you know, there's just like, a lot of rain in the room and it was a problem. And but he was so understanding, so kind. Uh, most of the time, the celebrities are just so nice. Um, and. You know, he was just so sweet. The people around them, I don't know if I will say the same thing because they're the ones who need to make this stuff. Uh, but even with that, I, I, he actually, I still have that. Um, he, at the end of his stay, it wasn't him. It was his people, but they sent me a bottle of wine. And I was like, with a note from him, I was like, oh my gosh, Ryan Reynolds wrote me a note. It was like so Oh cool. my gosh. He's one of my favorites. I just love him. And you can kind of tell with celebrities, the ones who are genuine, and you can kind of tell the ones who aren't. And it's just a guess, obviously, but 
Um, my boys and I try to do this. We're like, I bet he's super nice, or I bet he's not so nice. <laughs> but Ryan Reynolds seems like one of those people that's just really genuinely sweet. He really, he he was really sweet. He's just like a really nice guy. He was break, you know, like they were uh, break. They had just broken up with um, Scarlett Johansson, and uh, you know, we had newspapers at the front desk in the morning, and somebody offered him a newspaper like after the day that the news broke out and he was like do you think i want to read that paper and we're like no you don't want to read that. <laughs> you know? we'll protect you ryan <laughs> um, yeah we'll protect you it was it was you know it was kind of joking about things and you know like after staying for so long at the hotel they would come to us and just say goodbyes tip people um he had like his his uh manager had bought us all of uh, you know the the staff gifts i mean we build relationships with these people absolutely and, you know if you think about you stay um you stay there for six seven eight months you see these people every day and we're like because we're the hotel employees we have to keep cool we cannot like <laughs> right fangirl fanboy them <laughs> okay so, i'm yeah. the worst at that i'm when i see someone who i fangirl I get so weird ice. Like, give me some tips for that because I was just at a retreat in Puerto Rico and I met all of these people who I've like podcasters and other people who I've been following for a long time. And I just feel like, oh my gosh, you are my hero. And I get so tongue tied and I start, start saying just ridiculous things like the weirdest things come out of my mouth. And I'm like, I'm your biggest fan. Like, oh my gosh, I... <laughs> I need to learn how not to do that. <laughs> it, it, I totally feel you. It is hard, right? But like, oh, it is so hard. I, I, I'm usually I can keep my cool. Like I got used to it, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, this is my job. I need to keep my job and like look at them as people. But I think my um, this doesn't really answer your question, but I think this is really fun. Um, Paul McCartney came to the hotel, but before he, came, I mean, Paul McCartney. I mean, like to me, he's like. The yeah top, right that's big time and yep. his, his at the time fiance uh came before him and they're staying at the presidential suite she came at a late flight so i waited for her and like when the guest comes in you welcome the guest and you know they usually come from the back door we escort them upstairs give them a room orientation and she came and like in like 30 minutes he was supposed to come so so I saw him and I started feeling my hands shaking and he is so, so nice and so aware of the fact that like his, his, his effect on people, we're going up the elevator and my hands are shaking. Like it's me, a bellman and Paul McCartney. And I'm like, I'm like, keep it, keep it cool. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. <laughs> and he's like, he asked me a question and he sees my, like, he's like, good how are you like where are you from like he's asking me these questions oh he's that's so nice it was incredible <laughs> it was, I mean, he's like i realized i made you freak out so i'm going to calm you down <laughs> it was so sweet i'm like i am riding in an elevator with paul mccartney is this for real wow <laughs> well not many people can say that so that's a yeah. huge claim to fame yeah. that's so cool yeah well this kind of ties into what we're talking about today which is just um, you know, like having confidence to talk to people that you admire and who um, you want to collaborate with and networking and the power of just people and community and all of that. 
So, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit before we hit record ice, but you know firsthand that this blogging thing is not meant to be navigated alone. I mean, if we try to do that, oh, not just failure, but depression and loneliness, it's just not something that we're meant to do. So when in your journey did you realize this? And I want you to talk through like how you went about fixing that because you have kind of a cool story. Yeah. So I started blogging in 2013, um, literally out of boredom. My husband, uh, after like this whole, you know, hotel experience, I got married and um, he was in Vancouver. I was in Atlanta working at the hotel, but we wanted to be obviously together because we, you know, we were living apart. And um, and it was a matter of like me finding something either in uh, Vancouver or wherever we're going to be next. And he got an opportunity in a, on an island in uh, British Virgin Islands, a very small island. Um, and initially the plan was that I would go there with him and find a job over there. But um, if you've ever been to Virgin Islands, the British Virgin Islands, one, opportunities are very limited. And two, even if there is an opportunity, they prefer to give it to their own people, not to an expat's wife. Um, so shortly after I realized I'm not going to have an opportunity uh, to continue my career there, but I also um, didn't want to be a housewife sitting on the beach all day long. It sounds good when you hear it for like for the first six months, you know, like I was on the beach all day long. We lived on this uh, white sand beach, half a mile, just gorgeous. You know, I, promise myself that I will never wash my face in the sink. I'm going to go in the ocean every morning to wash my face. <laughs> I've done that, but six months into it, it was fun and all, but after that, it started getting really boring. And um, I wanted to s see what is it that I can do? Like, I really enjoyed cooking. I really enjoyed um, sharing my story, um, but I didn't know where to start. And long story short, we were there for over just just under four years. And um, I started like, okay, I need to learn to put, uh, take photos, I need to learn uh, to build a blog, and I need to um, figure out what is it that I want to do with a website like that. And the idea of making money or turning it into a business wasn't in my mind, but it was more like, okay, how can I make the best out of this, this out of this time that I'm going to be here. Um, so as you start building, you can't help or like when you start writing your blog, you can't help but look at other bloggers because uh, we're all learning from one another. And I had a few of those people who I admire a lot. And um, I was making the biggest mistake uh, that you I was comparing my beginning to some other people's uh, middle and was feeling like there's like this cool kids club that I'm not a part of. Um, without even reaching out to these people or trying to become friends with them. Um, but, you know, you know, I had a, I have a really good friend who, who's like now one of my best friends. I, um, met her in, on the island. We, she and I would get together and talk about this all the time. And nowadays when we talk about it, she's like, you're in the cool kids club right now. Like I would always call the cool kids club, but, um, so I had a few people that I admire, but the, idea of reaching out to them and talking to them like never even like 
came to my mind. I felt intimidated. Um, so fast forward to, say, 2017, 2018, um, we moved back to the U.S. My husband got a job in um, another hotel uh, management position in Vermont, which is where we lived after the, lived after the islands. Um, I saw my friend uh, Alana of Bourjon Gourmet uh, share a, a, a story that's saying that she's in Vermont. And Alana was one of those people for me. If you don't know her, she's like the most amazing food photographer uh, in my, like she's my top food photographer. I'm a fangirl. Um, and I saw her, she's like, I'm in, uh, in uh, Vermont uh, in a town that is like an hour and a half away from where we live. She's like, I'm here for uh, visiting a maple syrup company and, um, you know, just to like shared something. And I, I, I had a moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, she is here. Like, I need to call her. I need the message her. So I was like, I'm in my phone and I'm like looking. Um, a total Paul McCartney moment for me. Like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> yes. okay I'm hands gonna- shaking. <laughs> <laughs> so I reached out to her and I said, hey, Alana, you know, I see you're in Vermont. I know we've never, like, we haven't chatted, but. I live here. I'm a huge fan. Um, if you have time, I'd love for you to like come and visit us here. You know, you know, we live right by the hotel. My husband works there. We can like the hotel is like the big attraction in the town that we were living in. We can have, you know, dinner there. We'd love to have you. Um, she, she got back to me like in the next five minutes, she's like, Oh my gosh, of course I would love to, you know, I can't, I don't have a car can we meet somewhere else? You know, can you come kind of thing? I'm like, absolutely. I'm getting in my car. So, um, that evening we, not that evening, but the next day we, um, we had dinner and I mean, when I tell you how sweet she was, I mean, she is obviously. And I felt like, why did not I do this before? And, um, it was such a fun evening. And then after that, now we talk like, I don't know, a few times a month. We have these long, um, um, you know, Skype sessions where, you know, we exchange ideas. She's so sweet. Um, and, you know, after that conversation and, you know, since coming back to the U.S., I started like reaching out to a lot of bloggers, people that I admire, even if it is just like a few um, sentences in an email just to kind of spark a conversation. Um, and some of them turned out to be like really good friendships, which kind of helped me start these masterminds. Um, and some ended up being just like cordial, cordial emails back and forth. Hey, it's nice to meet you. And then like a follow on social media or support. And not everybody turned out to be like best friends, but um, the ones that they did ended up being so good. And now I'm doing that more often. Um, and I'll share some of the things that I'm doing with my readers too, because, um, that's another aspect of this, but, um, yeah, so that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, that's so cool. And it's worthwhile to reach out. If nothing else, you are, you know, you're lifting someone else up and telling them, Hey, you're doing a great job. Even if it doesn't turn into a huge, you know, like a deep friendship, like, you and the blogger that you were really, um, um, you respected her and her work and her photography. That worked. That turned into a friendship. But not every time you reach out, it's going. It's not going to every single time. But that's kind of a good lesson. Like, yes, reach out because if nothing else, you're telling that blogger that they're doing a good job and that you are supporting them and cheering them on. And I also love this about your story, Ice, is that you had the confidence 
to reach out to her. I mean, you saw you she was in your town and you reached out, even though it was probably scary, right? You were probably not like, oh, this isn't a big deal. I mean, it's scary to reach out to people that you really respect. But then after she responded in such a positive way, you guys had dinner the next night. That's so cool that she was so receptive and not just receptive, but like friendly and really enjoyed her time with you. That probably propelled you to do it more, right? Because you had that confidence like, oh, that worked really well. I'm going to do this again. Do you have any words of encouragement for bloggers who might be listening and who are like, I could never do that. There's so many people I admire. I couldn't reach out to them. What would you say to them? Who you're dealing with is another human who is doing what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're cooking and putting it in a uh, in a bowl and on a surface and taking a photo of it day in and day out. So the person that you're reaching out is going through the same thing you're uh, going through. And worst case scenario, you're just going to give them a compliment and move on. And n- not everybody uh, is all, you know, not every relation turns out that way. But when it does turn out in a good way, it is so, so uplifting and so, um, you just feel like you're a part of something. And, you know, this job is difficult in that we're alone most of the time in front of a computer. And we're, you know, with with social media, we're having to, in a way, fake it. We're having a really good time. This delicious, this, this meal is delicious. And at that point, I made that dish for the last, you know, we've been eating the same thing for the last five days. And, you know, the only person who can understand you is... Um, another blogger and keep that in mind you know we're all going through the same things and some may turn out good but when it uh, may not turn out good but when it does it feels amazing so it's so worth trying which kind of leads us to the mastermind because after collaborating a little bit with other people you were like oh my gosh this is really powerful and cool and beneficial so you started putting mastermind groups together and if you listen to eblog talk which i know you do you know that i'm such a proponent of the mastermind i love it's this concept and it's not just a good concept it works like if you do it right it is so powerful so i just ran a mastermind group kind of as a trial in q1 and put some awesome people together and we killed it. I mean, it was like every after every Yay. single meeting, after every single call, we were like, "Oh my gosh, there was such magic." Like w- the things that came out of it, we didn't expect going into the call, and we were like, "Wow, that was so incredible." So I'm kind of honing, tweaking my own masterminds. We're starting up new groups in May, so I've kind of got in my mind what I want to do. So I'm really excited to learn from you, Ice. So can you Talk to us about how you structure your groups. Um, let's just start there. So I have, I like, I'm right now in two masterminds. One is almost two years old. The other one is rather new. Um, and the the idea of mastermind for me is one learning from others, uh, and two is providing value to others. Um, I think that like we, the way that I look at masterminds is not a venting session. I think that's a really important distinction because if you are not, um, you know, honest about that, and if you don't acknowledge that it can go south real quick, it could be a waste of time. So for me, it's important to structure your group so you're not wasting your time. And to me, that uh, kind of starts from who are you going to mastermind with? 
Um, the way that I started was finding people who are at my level. Um, this would be number of years of blogging or number of page views. You know, at the end of the day, numbers are important. Um, and who can I learn from? That was important to me. What are the strengths of this person? Um, and what is it that I can provide to them? Um, so I think that those three points, finding people at your level, figure out what is it that you can offer and what is it that you can learn from them is very important. That is how I would start structuring um, our group. So do you just reach out to people individually or how do you find your people? Well, the way that I did uh, was just really like I started sending out these emails and I'm not like sending out emails every day, like once a week, I reach out to someone or like every other week. Um, and, you know, struck start a conversation and see if I feel like we're in the same um, frequency, if our interests are the same. Um, and I, I think like in terms of a starting point, I think finding people at your level is an important thing. But as you uh, grow yourself and your blog, my, my now the other mastermind that I'm in there are people that are like a little, you know, higher level than I am, but that's like another whole other thing because it's pushing me to be helpful and ask the right questions because I want to make sure I provide them value. Um, so basically just reach out to people and build a relationship and then approach them. Hey, would you be interested in something like this? I love that. I love your approach. And here's something that I love about masterminds that you not only are you getting your own problems solved, but you get a front row seat as you watch other people get their problems solved. So it's like a win, win, win all around. Like everyone's getting their problems solved, but you get to watch firsthand a group of people solve other people's problems that you might have too, or in the future you might have. And you're like, oh, well, I didn't have that problem today, but I did have that problem or I might, I'm going to write this note down because that was a great solution. You know what I mean? So it's like, absolutely. it's not all about you. You are witnessing just this magic with everyone and you get the front row seat. So I think that's super <laughs> powerful. <laughs> exactly. So you find the people that you will be in the group with and you kind of align yourself with experience levels and all of that. How do you make sure that you are like not wasting any time? I have been a part of other masterminds where, you know, you get in and it's like you're talking about things that aren't relevant. And I feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm so busy. Why am I, you know, like, why are we here? So how do you ensure that you're getting in the group and talking about relevant things and just being really efficient? I think setting parameters as to what you're going to be talking about is an important thing. And the way that there's really no right way or doing right or wrong way of doing this, but the way that we structured it was, was um, by just answering four questions in the, in a matter of 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, and hopefully you'll keep it around 15 minutes um, so that there's like another five minutes of asking questions. Um, and um, we created a Google Sheets document where we shared it with each other, like a uh, just a shared uh, file, and answered four questions. And those questions are, what is it that I'm working on right now? Like, what are my short-term goals? Um, and what is working for me at the moment in the last month? You know, what, what, what worked for me? Then what did not work for me? What, what am I struggling with right now? 
And the last part is um, the emotional part. What kind of an uplifting do I need? Like, you know, if I'm feeling down about something, if I am having a problem with something, that is where we just lift each other. Um, and the the way to keep this uh, in a, you know, time construct is by writing everything down and being prepared. Um, so, you know, like the, just like a 10, 15 minute of writing before getting on the call ha- helps a lot. And having these questions or like the, these parameters really help a lot, too. So that you're not wasting time and not turning it into a venting session because it can really happen that way sometimes. Yeah, it can. I mean, it's life, right? And we're humans and things come up. Um, Do you have one person kind of in charge of keeping everyone on track? We didn't really have that need because we're, I don't know, I guess we we, um, clicked so well. Um, I think... No, I don't think so. I mean, there could be, but in our case, we didn't have to do that. Everyone was like adult enough to be prepared and ready. Um, What I love about this session, and this is kind of like what we started doing, is like having like a five minute question thing, because um, especially right now, you know, because most of the business models are based on like, what is the problem that we're solving? And there are like so many products out there that are new and it's so hard to know um like like which one it is that i need just to give you an example um i have an ebook on my website that is pretty outdated but it's like a freebie that i give and i'm trying to figure out a way to update it um but i just don't know if i like that whole pdf thing so i was thinking about like what what can i do to make it more of a book experience so people really see my photos and stuff and I was just like, you know, this is a challenge for me. I'm trying to figure out a way. And my friend Tracy, um, she's she's vanilla be- vanilla be- vanilla bean blog, um, and she said, you know, hey, I'm working with this guy out of uh, Australia. He has a um, a product called Bookalope. Uh, this is exactly you need. I like. I had never heard of this thing, but because she had a conversation with him, that was exactly what I need. Now I have a call with him on Friday and I'm going to ask him like, this is what I need. Will you be able to offer this to me? And it's like these kind of things, you know, the goal is to um, share your um, challenge and get an answer for it because she has already done that because she was doing uh, a book for herself. So um I guess, um, I don't know how I came here, but that's <laughs> that was a good example. Right. No, that's a great example. I'm glad you talked through that because things pop up that you would otherwise have no idea about. And someone, yeah, like you mentioned, like this friend just happened to come across the thing that you need. <laughs> and otherwise, you probably would have never known about that. So that is one of the great things, I think, about getting groups together like that. Now, do you guys set goals from week to week? And how do you track those things that you want to, um, you know, find success in? So we each have a tab on Google Sheets. um, And we go back to the previous month, just a few minutes, like what was it that I'm working on last month? And Um, what have I been able to accomplish? And um, there are times that we talk a little bit about the previous months, but usually because um, it's, it's kind of like a continuation, like, you know, I was working on this last month and here I am, this is what I have done. This is what is working. That kind of carries down to the, what is working session. Um, We don't really intentionally set goals per se, but I guess like 
by uh, keeping an eye on what we did last month and having those notes in front of you helps. Um, and the interesting thing is when you do this for a very long time, once a month, um, like, you know, we've been together for almost two years now, um, but you go like six months you know, prior or like a year prior and you see like what you were working on there written down and you see it and like look at what you're doing right now is so valuable. You literally see the see the the progress in a way. Um, so just a simple Google sheet is what helps us there. Oh, I love how you just said that. So you when you write it down, you can look back. It's almost like you're reading a story and you're like, oh, it started with that. And now look how it's evolved. And now it's this. But when you don't log it, you kind of forget, right? You're like, I don't know. I think I think six months ago I was doing okay. But when you have it written down, you can't help but look at it and see how far you've come. Now, do you guys keep it under a certain time? So like, do you contain it within an hour or how does that work for you guys? We do uh, 20 minutes per person. So yeah, it's like a, an hour. Um, but sometimes we go over an hour. But the goal is to, you know, lift each other up. Uh, we try to keep it under an hour, an hour and a half. But um, when you have a structure, like after after that time is over, you don't really need that much more. So um, yeah, so we're trying to keep it under an hour and a half max. And I think you said this earlier, but how many people is ideal for a group like this, do you think? Well, this one group that I have is three, and the other one that I'm in right now is four. Um, and I think that's quite, like, that's a good place to be. Um, I have never been to a group where there are more people. I think, you know, if you really want to benefit from something like this, you need to have at least 15 minutes uh, of time about like that is about you. Um, and after an hour, it starts kind of getting a little bit too much. So I think if you can keep it under like under four, four people, I think that's a good number. Um, now, I hear there are some bigger masterminds where then you would have to have someone who is kind of leading the group. Um, I have not been to one of those and I don't really have experience, but the ones that I've been three to four people um, has been pr a pretty good number. I was in one that had, I believe it was six, possibly seven. And I felt like that was just a little bit too much because we did the like going around, like kind of what you're saying, like you each get a certain amount of time I feel like we never had enough time. And then also, I just felt like it was just a little bit too big to feel comfortable. You know, when it's like four people, it's so much more comfortable just to talk freely and to be open. But when the group gets bigger, it's like, oh, especially virtually, because you're like, oh my gosh, if I say something, am I going to interrupt? And you, you don't know if anyone else is starting talking. You know what I mean? So it's just like a little bit uncomfortable over that number. I love everything you're saying. This is so great. Do you guys meet every week? And are you super strict about like, please try to make it every week? Or how do you go about that? We meet once a month. Um, I think once a month is more than enough because you need to work on the things that you're kind of, you know, writing down. Um, and maybe sometimes during the holiday season, we may take a few months of break because everybody's so busy. Um, but other than that, we, we meet once a month. Um, and with both groups, I think that's a good place. If you have two masterminds, you can do like, you know, twice a month kind of thing, which is, I think, a, a good number. I wouldn't want to do it once a week. I think that would be too much. And then you mentioned lifting people up and making that 
an important part of your group and what you talk about with each other. So I love that. I've never thought to add that component, but what a great idea because we've talked about this. Like we're lonely. We are looking at our computers all day. We get, you know, emotional and we get upset because we spend a lot of time with ourselves. So focusing on that piece is really important. So how do you do that? Give me an example of like maybe what a problem would be or an emotional something that somebody is experiencing and how you help them through it. I mean, there's so many, so many benefits of this. So like, look at, let's look at this as a, like from a business perspective, right? One of the currencies on the internet or two big currencies on the internet is backlinks and engagement. I think we can agree to that, right? Social media is all about engagement. Your blogs, um, backlinks is a very important thing. So if you think about it, um, would you give a backlink to someone you don't know, or you would give a backlink to someone that you know, you understand that your readership will benefit? I mean, it's obvious that if you, if you, if you're writing a post about, um, a, a recipe and some, somebody that you know has a really good source, um, that you know of, you would give a backlink to that. That comes from a relationship that, you've already built. So I think from a business perspective, the more people you know, the more people that you build those relationships, it, that's when you get those backlinks. And one thing uh, opens, like, you know how it works, you know, like you get shared somewhere and then another door opens for you. And, you know, you increase your chances of being seen when you build these relationships. I think that's like the one very important thing. And the other thing is, um, we're living in a world of algorithms and, you know, engagements, everything. So for example, <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, when we, uh, when you are, um, say, uh, this, the support on social media is I think very important because like we do sponsored posts and the minute you put that hashtag of sponsored, Instagram doesn't show, Facebook doesn't show, but if you reach out to a bunch of girlfriends and, you know, or like, you know, blogger friends and you can say, Hey, can you give me a hand on this? Can you just share, comment, like, I mean, it's, it, you don't even need to say anything because we all, we're all on the same boat. We help each other. And the, the com comfort of like the, the fact that somebody's going to understand what you're asking and just the fact that they will help you um, without even thinking is just, I think to me is so helpful and building these relationships will help you get that help and give that help when it's needed as well. Yeah. Relationship building is such a huge piece of it. Information aside. So all the information that you're gleaning is great, but push that aside. The relationships are super important. And if you build solid relationships, people are going to think of you and remember you down the road when you know, like if you offer something unique, they're going to be like, oh, Ice was really good at that. I'm going to connect her with this person, yeah. you know, so like that can only benefit you down the road as well. I like that you kind of um, use the backlinks thing because we all get that. We're all like, oh, my gosh, how do I get backlinks? But you want them to be authentic and you don't want to get backlinks just from anywhere. You want to actually know the people. Absolutely. Is there anything else about how you structure your groups or run them that you feel would be helpful to know? I think, you know, in the beginning, when you start, 
um, you really don't know how the energy is going to feel if you're going to, you know, connect and feel good and comfortable. I think it's good to give each other a little bit of space and um, just, um, you know, kind of have an understanding of what is it that you're offering to one another. Um, and it, 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 I mean, I got very lucky. It worked for my, in my very first try, but uh, if it doesn't, it doesn't. But if you stick to a, a few questions and everybody comes prepared, um, I think it turns into a, a really uplifting experience. So just, you know, try a few variations of it. Start small. Um, if you start small, maybe with two people in the beginning um, and see if you want to get one more person in and, you know, just start from somewhere and see how it goes. But I think my biggest tip is to um, have some questions ready and um record everything and have come prepared to the to the um to the mastermind that way you'll get the most out of it and masterminds are pretty easy to implement like you just get on a zoom call or google hangouts or something so it's not like rocket science to get that going so start your own if this is something that you're like oh my gosh this sounds really intriguing and you have a group of people that you know and trust and that you know you can learn from do it just to get something started and plugging eblog talk here but we are known for having magical masterminds i am not even kidding you they're yeah. just so amazing and the people that come are like you couldn't even make it up i'm always like blown away by the power of just what happens inside the group so if you guys are interested, please come join us. We have magic and it's so amazing and it will help you grow your business and build those relationships and all of the good things that come from it. Ice, what is your number one takeaway for food bloggers along the lines of just connecting with people and creating masterminds, joining masterminds? What do you have? I think that's saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, go together. I think that's my, my motto right now. Um, this year marked eight years for my, um, for my website. And I was thinking about putting together, like, what are some of the things that I learned and, you know, or what I would have done differently. I think the biggest thing is I would have uh, spent more time connecting with others in my, um, in the food blogging community. Um, I mean, it's never late to start, but I think that's the biggest takeaway. Start building relationships, reach out to people and um, just, you know, help one another and realize that you can't do this by yourself. Okay. Since you told a story about the elevator, the nerves in the elevator, I have to tell this story too, because this ties along with what we're talking about. I would say a few years into my blogging journey, I went to a conference and it was not a great experience. And that is not how most conferences go. I will say that it was unique, but I was in an elevator with Elise Bauer of Simply oh, Recipes. Wow. She's like a god to all of us, right? Yeah. We're all like Elise Bauer. She was like the first person to really kill it with food blogging. Um, and she killed it. Like she was amazing but I was in the elevator with her and I got so nervous and it was me and a good friend of mine and her and I mentioned earlier that I say really stupid things when I'm <laughs> with people that I'm starstruck by so I just turned to her and I said something like you're Elise and she was like I am I'm like 
hi hi i'm megan and i don't know what came out of my mouth i mean it was probably ridiculous but that gave me just a little bit of confidence enough to know that she was a human and that it was okay to talk to other humans no matter how famous or amazing they are and so then i was like oh well that wasn't so hard i just said her name um so just try it like (laughs) even if you say something dumb like me just do it like ice is telling you she reached out to somebody who she had never met before and asked her basically out to dinner like to come over and she said yes and that is the coolest story ever so don't be afraid because most people are going to be receptive and um and you might form a friendship which would be icing on the cake right so absolutely encouraging everyone to do that if you are feeling like you shouldn't or can't you definitely can so go for it okay ice this was amazing super fun conversation and very timely because i'm in the throes of putting these new masterminds together so when i was reading through your script yesterday i was like oh my gosh this is this could not have been more timely and it was not planned this is like kind of um just one of those synchronicities so thank you so much for being here i have just thoroughly enjoyed speaking to you so thanks for your time today likewise thanks for having me thank you so much well we are going to put together a show notes page for you ice so if anyone wants to go look at those you can go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash foolproof living Ice, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online? I am uh, Foolproof Living Everywhere, basically. Foolproofliving.com is my website. I have Instagram, Foolproof Living, Facebook, Pinterest, all Foolproof Living. So you can find me in time. And um, if you want to reach out and, you know, if you want to, if you want me to be the first person you reach out, uh, you confidently, you can reach out to me. I'll definitely respond and help you if you have any questions or if i can help you in any way i'm just reach out to me uh, via dm or email me i'm not a big fan of uh, writing long emails i'll probably get back to you the video um so you know just start from somewhere and if i can help let me know oh that's so generous thank you for putting that out there and thank you again for being here ice and thank you sure. thanks for having yes me. it was so fun Thanks for listening to Today Food Bloggers. I will see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.